Hi, my name is Tara Kachaturoff, and I'm the host of Michigan Entrepreneur, where we feature businesses from startup to stellar. Today, I have as my special guest, Fred Detweiler, president of Trade First. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Tara. Nice to be here. Excellent. I am so excited to talk to you today because this is a first. You have a very unique business and I'm ready to dive right in. But before we do and we talk about Trade First and what you do there, why don't you talk a little bit about your background? Well, Tara, after college um, and when I decided to get to work, I started out at a radio station. I wanted to be in the radio business. So I started out at a small radio station in Ann Arbor, Michigan where I worked there for about a year and a half and ended up as a sales manager. I then decided that I want to go to the big city. So I came to Detroit and worked for an iconic uh, rock and roll radio station called WABX. And um, that was just a lot of fun, <clears throat> lots of lots of great memories. But in that, in that time uh, in radio, we would do a lot of one-to-one -one barter. And, and uh, and that would mean that that a radio station would do a barter deal with a excuse me with a with a, with a restaurant or a printer where they would get radio time and and then um, uh, the restaurant or printer would would uh, or the radio station would, would get meals or printing and and that was very uh, good because it, it assumed that the uh, radio station had excess time and the uh, restaurant had excess uh, tables so that that all worked out well. So um, we did that for a number of years, and then I um, heard about the, uh, the the round robin barter concept. All right. Well, before we jump into this, uh, why don't you explain to us? Uh, we're going to be talking about bartering because that's <clears throat> what Trade First is all about, right? Yes. Um, why don't you give us a definition of bartering, um, in the sense that you're um, doing it with your organization, so that we all start on the same page, and then we'll move from there. Well, I think a lot of people have a, a pretty good understanding of bartering, where where a company or or, or a dentist and a plumber might exchange uh, services. So the the dentist might need some plumbing work, and then the uh, 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 the plumber might need dentist. But that that that's limiting. Uh, because uh, if the dentist doesn't need more plumbing or the plumber doesn't need more dentists, then a, then a transaction can't occur. So as I said, when I was at the radio station, I was introduced by a mentor to this round robin barter exchange um, idea where a company, which is what Trade First is, acts as the clearinghouse, as the, as the keeper of the funds and the marketing agent to, to have a, a multiple companies participate. And that would eliminate the need for one-on-one -on -one barter. So company A, so the, 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 the plumber can get teeth with dental work, and then the dentist may not need plumbing work, but the dentist might need um, to, to get printing. And then the printing might need, printer might need to have a, a forklift, and then the forklift company might need to have a, a roof done. So in, in our system, we created a, a spendable currency where companies could could sell their products or services, get credit, same as a, a Visa, MasterCard, or American Express, and then they could save that money and buy other goods and services they need later on. And so your company, that's the whole premise of what your company does, correct? Yes. It, okay. It, it, it helps companies sell what, what would be excess capacity 
and and uh, and and put that into into goods because companies uh, they're in business to sell as much as they can and to save cash, and and most companies have excess capacity, and but all companies pay for 100% of the overhead every day. They pay for their rent, they pay for their insurance, which as you know, insurance has gone up uh, a lot, electricity's gone up, uh, the, the staff and all the supplies have gone up. But if they have excess capacity, uh, that's, that is gone forever. They Companies have the ability to sell tomorrow, but they have no ability to sell what was, what was unsold yesterday, last week, last month. So if you picture an empty hotel room or a dentist with an empty chair, or a restaurant with an empty table. Um, yet there's still the restaurants paying for the chef, the sous chef, the, the bartender, the insurance, the, the maintenance, et cetera. And they're also paying for the food. So if that food uh, lies idle and the table lies idle, uh, they, they, what are they gonna do? They're gonna sell the food the next day. But I don't know many restaurants that have um, a big sign to say, come on in, we have three day old food. So what we do is we help companies uh, from large and small to move what, what, what would be uh, unsold, unused, and idle capacity. So how exactly how exactly do you do that with a business? How do they how do you monetize capacity since it's future tense? Like it's not how do you do that? I don't okay, I well, understand how that works. Monetize is exactly what we do. So by monetizing is if you have a take the restaurant example you have a table that, that's empty and a table for four so the the it is idle capacity mm -hmm. uh, and you have to understand which people do they're still paying for the the the, um, uh, the chef and the chef is not cutting up and, and making food and, and the waitress is not serving and the bartender is not pouring the drinks they're still getting paid and 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 by monetizing that is is that they're selling what they would have normally sold the normal price of the meal mm -hmm. and and rather than having it go empty they're now getting what they normally would have sold so if it's a meal for four it's you know, two hundred dollars um with a decent bottle of wine then then they will now get two hundred dollars credit in their trade account so you look at the trade account similar to a closed visa or American Express. So they would now get or receive money, see, receive spending power that mm -hmm. they had before. So they sell 10 meals, now they have $2,000. So the next time they need to maybe reprint their menus or clean their grease traps or put flowers on their table or you know steam clean the kitchen or power wash or, or have pest control, rather than writing checks out of their checkbook, they're paying for that same services and they're paying for it with the trade that was in their account, which they received by selling extra meals. And also that these are business owners. So the people are coming in are business owners. These aren't like discount coupon, Groupon type people. Right. The, the, so these are business owners and the business owners uh, now not only are in, enjoying this, but they also have, have friends. And, 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 and neighbors. So they'll then go back and say, hey, I just went to this great new restaurant and that creates, which is um, most businesses will say they're their best source of new business, word of mouth. Yep. Exactly. So it, it, so it helps businesses on many and many levels by increasing the sales, putting more people through the door, taking what would have been idle capacity and, and, and now, as you said, monetize it 
into a spendable currency, which is the trade dollar, which they then can use to purchase um, any number of things that they need to run their operation and or uh, uh, all you know, businesses are in, in business to, to not only uh, help the business grow, but also to, to uh, help their employees, pay their employees and also pay themselves. So it gives them more income, more access to, to income and it, and it saves cash. And, and how it saves cash is that the cash that they're not spending on the products or services that they would normally spend that they're using their trade dollars, they now have cash left over. So how do you, so this works as long as the constellation of members have what they need because it has to be within the constellation of services, products and services that they can get access to. Correct, and that and that's what uh, we do. We have a a, a great staff, and and um, you know, we've been doing this since 1978. We've had people who've been with us for pretty much uh, almost till the, from the beginning. And wow, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Is this just a Michigan-based concept? Does this only exist in Michigan, or yeah. does... it, 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 we? We're it's nationwide. We're not nationwide. We have offices in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio and Southeast Florida, but we also mm-hmm. have accounts with a pretty good presence down in the Caribbean and in Mexico and with, with for hotels. So uh, if you can imagine you got an empty hotel room, what's it worth? So here we have a, a we, we have we probably have 50,000 beds or room nights at least available, if not more down in, 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 the, in, the, in the Caribbean. So you have a you know companies that work hard. The asphalter that works hard picks up extra jobs, uh, and it gets a lot of extra gets some extra dollars, and they're going to take their their family to a, a vacation down in, in Cancun or, or Jamaica or Saint Lucia or Cabo San Lucas, rather than writing checks for this, you know, they're they're paying for it with extra um, jobs that they received. So um, this, when you have this kind of situation, is there a tax consequence to barter arrangements? Uh, oh yes, there. There uh, in, in 1982, we helped uh, uh, write a bill uh, that that uh, we we uh, barter companies um, submit 1099Bs every okay. year to the government. And this is one of the issues that this crypto thing is going through where they know they don't do that. So we've been this since 1982, the government knows what we do. This is not about saving t- uh, on taxes. This is about right. getting more income. Right. And we help companies get more income, they get more income and and they do what uh, they, and they're saving cash. They can take that cash, they can reinvest it in their income, they can put it in their 401ks, they can a- expand. Uh, their business rather than going to banks. And we all know what, what's happened to interest rates. And uh, you know, if, if it's just markets, a fair market value exchange, right? It's, yes, a, it it's fair market value. Yeah. And just reported it like any other transaction, it's just not market. using the cash resource. Uh, so it keeps that li- you keep the liquidity that you have without putting your, your business at more risk by using the cash. Yeah, that that's amazing. So when you when you go back, you know, 30 years and you you decided to create this company. So this came out of your prior experience at the radio station. But uh, did you just start this on your own or did you start it with a, a group of people? How did it start? Was it a community effort or just yourself or how? Yeah, there, there, there was a, a group that we paid. Uh, we, we heard about this from my mentor friend, mm-hmm. and and we went and and, and um, 
invested and I, first of all the light bulb went off because I, I could see the restrictions of the one-on-one -on -one trade i also saw the benefits of the one-on-one -on -one trade where where companies would be getting income that they would have been idle yeah. so then we we uh, we uh, invested uh, in the technology or and there wasn't really much technology back then but it was the business model and and then we took it and grew it and interestingly enough um you talk about friends i'd um, bunch of friends that helped me out. One of my friends <clears throat> was a computer programmer who did bank programming. And he wrote our first um, program, yet, uh, you know, very simple, but it was uh, advanced at the time in 1979. So we've been able to be you know, computerized. Uh, and uh, back then, it wasn't that computerized compared to today, but it was very computerized compared to everything else. So we, we were able to electronically uh, record all these transactions and because the uh, you record the transactions and then you send out the statements so right. all the participating clients know their 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 balance similar to MasterCard Visa or American Express so do you do you give statements by the month as well like monthly state you get like a, do you get transactional statement and then monthly statements and then of course your tax thing at the end of the year yeah, people receive month, monthly statements, but everything's 24-7 online. Mm -hmm. uh, all our transactions are digital. There are yeah. transactions by QR codes. You get instantaneous uh, purchase notifications, sales notifications. It's, it's just it's like your own little ecosystem. ecosystem. Uh, that, yeah, that, that is so cool. That is amazing. I don't know if you can share any numbers, but how many um, uh, different industries or, um, I don't know, Kind of like SKUs, but industries are represented in your group nowadays. We have we have probably four thousand different companies, but these companies, many of them have multiple multiple outlets, and, and it, it is from diverse as. You know, I can give you some names that you know, know about from the Better Health Store, which is a. a oh, I know them. Right, they so, were on my program. <laughs> when he started out with us, he had a couple little stores, and they were selling vitamins, and now they've yeah. grown into. In, into you know 14 15 stores actually they heard they're just opening up a new location in toledo which we have on a market down there and they they uh, you can go into better health you can get your organic uh, uh you know, avocados and and vegetables and your grain-fed beef and and farmer and, and fresh fish and your coq10 and vitamin c and and maybe you you get some organic wine and you go to the checkout line and you hand them your trade first card that gets scanned and the authorization, the funds go from the buyer into, into the seller account. So companies like that to Jack's car wash to you know, yeah. Buddy's pizza. Uh, Buddy's, did you say Buddy's pizza? Buddy's pizza. Buddy's pizza. Wow. Great stuff. So you can get your pizza on trade. And, uh, and you got it on a computer. You got it on a credit card, literally like a credit card you can use. I can show you a credit card. Oh my uh, gosh. I, I this is fantastic. And here's our credit card right here. And oh, the QR code on the back. And that's um, so all. Wow. You got everyone's you got apps and you, you, everything's all electronic, all digital. That's yeah. amazing. So you don't even have to use cash when you're checking out at Better Health. That's super. No, no you don't. That's uh, fantastic. So, um, what? Uh, tell us a little bit about like what does it take to be a member of your organization? Um, to start off, like, what do you what do you need if somebody wanted to join Trade First and get their business in that ecosystem? What does it take to be a member? 
we, we want somebody who has a, a marketable good or service. Mm -hmm. um, we, we try to be in consumer goods as much as possible. You know, Detroit is a big manufacturing uh, hub. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the small little tool and die shops that are, are very valuable to make something go into something. We're not, we don't have that expertise. Yeah. So we are more in finished goods, finished manufacturing products. Uh, you know, from you know, toys or uh, uh, to, but we do have nuts and bolts. But we, we have, um, you know, plumbers, roofers. Um, we have schools. University of Detroit, as a, as a, for instance, is a member. So you can take your rather than paying cash for a tuition, you can use your trade dollars. And so, and what, are wow. the, what, is, what does the school use it for? Well, they have an empty seat, but they also mm -hmm. have a big facility. So rather than paying cash to fix um, a roof, they can use their trade dollars. We have real estate companies such as uh, Farben, mm -hmm. which has you know, lots of office buildings and, and other retail space. So if you have an empty office space, um, what is that worth? It's not worth anything. So you have a client now who goes there, spends their trade dollars. Uh, Farben gets the dollars. They take the dollars and they just they paint their office rather than spending cash. So they keep their cash uh, working in, in, in their business. So it is it's there's a lot of restaurants. Um, Salon studios, auto repair, uh, you know, landscapers, um, and, and travel, and lots of advertising, and and um, you know lots of local advertising, and and we deal primarily with small, to medium, local businesses. Uh, we do have a number of national firms, but we do primarily small to medium local businesses. And these are the companies that have been really under a lot of stress in the last number of years or so. And then not only are they, you know, we've had the vagaries of, of changing economies and roles, but they also have a lot of competition from the Wall Street back uh, big box stores and now the internet. And so what we do is we, we keep business in the local community. So business owner A will go to business owner B. They live in the community. They, they go out to they work in the community. They, they own real estate in the community. They go out to restaurants in the community. They get their car repaired in the community. So it, it helps the community grow by keeping money within the system. And it's not going to Silicon Valley or, or, or Seattle. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, what a great opportunity. And, and also just the fact that um, it's such a great network of the local community the local business community um, and getting people to focus in on all the richness that we have around us instead of always going outside somewhere else. I mean, I think it's it's so helpful just from the connection standpoint um, as entrepreneurs. I mean, it's just there's so many valuable things here, let alone um, the situation where you can find use those trade dollars, which I think is fantastic. And you have a credit card that you can, you know, do it through. That's super. I love it. Um, so do you have any um, do you have any people who are just digital businesses? Like they don't have a, a storefront or anything like that? Do you yes, we do. Yeah, we, we have we have uh, you know, the, the Amazon type people who have you know, companies and you can pay for things on trade through the Internet. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got digital advertising. Uh, I mean, we have, yes, yes, we do. Um, uh, so that, that's, a, that's a good growth area too. So again, if somebody's taking value and increasing the value by their, their work or their, or their entrepreneurship, then it's a, good, um, it's a good fit on trade. It doesn't replace cash, but it helps people grow. It gives them more yeah. income, income they wouldn't have had before. Connections, which is really important. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, I was talking to a roofer the other day who was in, he said the, the, the best thing, not only getting trade dollars, but he said he's picked up three times the amount of cash dollars because he, he would do a roof for one of our trade members and the next door neighbor uh, is a tool and die shop and he needed a new roof, but he didn't have anything of, 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 that we could trade. But the roofer got the job anyways because of word of mouth. So it's not only yeah. getting it, it, it's, it's, as you said, it's the community. And it's also a community of small businesses who do help each other and, and, and lean on each other in, in, these, in these tough times. And you know what's interesting is it, it almost goes back to like the early roots of business before all the communications and stuff. They did all depend on each other. You know, the person who put shoes on the the animal on the horses, and then the 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 tanner and the this and the that. They all worked together. I mean, that was what made up a community. It's kind of interesting how it's all kind of come full circle. And I love the fact that it again, it's about connecting and keeping things local and building up each other's businesses. And I bet they fared a lot better during the pandemic than many other businesses because they had this network. Can you speak to that at all about how it was during the pandemic? Uh, you know, the pandemic was you know, the latest of, of, of some of the issues that, uh, that, have been, uh, that have hurt small business. I mean, the 2008-2009 uh, recession, mm-hmm. uh, what did they do? They bailed out the big Wall Street banks. And they, they uh, and the little banks uh, lost scrambling during the pandemic. We at Trade First didn't shut down. We kept going. We kept open. I was in the office every single day. Uh, we had half our staff in here every day, even though seventy-five percent of our members were were shut down. And and uh, yet, as you know, the liquor stores and Walmart were perfectly fine to be open. But but so how did that help our small businesses? Well, they had access to trade dollars, and we also. Um, not only have access to trade dollars, we also will extend credit to people. So that mm-hmm. would mean that they could go buy the, on trade uh, and and go into a credit line and then pay it back later. So during the pandemic, we just said, okay, we're going to help our restaurants, we're going to help our people keep going and they can continue to buy. So they, the restaurants were able to use their trade to sanitize, to build those little booths to, to um, you know, clean their, clean their grease, grease traps. The um, uh, uh, companies were utilizing trade and keeping their cash. And as you know, uh, cash was, was very tough because you know, they got these little uh, PPP loans, but it was, that was a small percentage of what it takes to, uh, to um, uh, keep a business going. Because not only uh, um, are you, you had to pay your rent if you're, uh, if you're a, a business you had to pay your property taxes you had to pay your insurance so you own a building you own a, you had to pay all those expenses if you were a, a individual you got your mortgage abated but if you were a business owner those mm-hmm. those those loans were had to be paid the insurance had to be paid uh, the electricity had to be paid so yeah so we helped them even more because uh, they would use their trade to keep their business going to, to, to go to better health. And, and, uh, and can't tell you how many people more went to, to better health to buy food on their tables you know, because their business was closed. So it, that's amazing. Amazing. Um, you know, uh, this is just such an amazing, a, a wonderful business that business idea. And, um, how do you get the word out about this so that you can bring more people into this system of yours at trade first? How do you get the word out? 
Well, our primary way, I mean, we, we, are, we are engaged in many, many of the Chamber of Commerces. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would try to network there. Our, our primary way is we still have uh, lots of direct sales. We have account rep- representatives who are in the marketplace, in the community, dealing mm-hmm. with the individual business mm-hmm. owner on a one-on-one basis. So there's a, there's, there's a lot of that. We do have um, social media, which we, we were getting into and, and, and utilize, but we're dealing with business owners. How do you connect with them? We connect with them through 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 the one-on-one, through personal, and we do a little advertising. But our best source of business is our existing course of, uh, members of business. And they they're, 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 they give us referrals. In fact, I remember Jennifer the other day just uh, referred five new members to, um, wow. to us because everyone knows somebody who says, yes, I need new business, and yes, I would like to save cash. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I, I'm just so blown away by this organization. I think it's a fantastic idea. So um, as you go forward, uh, actually, I, I want to back up a minute. I want to ask you about the computerization and what's the systems in the background. So is everything you're doing right now still highly customized? I mean, you're not, you, there's no software you've had, you were able to purchase and then customize, or is this written from the ground up? That's a good question. We we have written our we our, our program and maintain our program uh, in house and have mm. since since 1979 yeah. through numerous rewrites. And and then uh, interesting story is that my friend who wrote our first program he did it for many many decades and his son now is um, is, is taking care of our our, our, uh, our programming and 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 computer maintenance. But we have had, uh, we've been very uh, upfront and uh, ahead of the game in computer technology yeah. and our internal, we had our internal swipe systems, authorization systems, apps. Um, so you, we have a you know, app, you can hit your phone where you are, it'll show you all the members within one mile, two miles, 10 miles, uh, where you, you can walk in and, um, Use your stuff. Your trade. Yeah, well, I was wondering cool. about that because that is like so fantastic because you know, like, if there are all these local folks, so you can make use of it. It's great. I love it. And we also have a a, um, a separate advertising department, just like an ad agency, mm-hmm. run by uh, Steve Schroeder, who had his own ad agency. So he he um, he and his staff can go to a, a member, help them, um, and develop an advertising plan from concept, creative production and placement. So that gives the small business owner uh, a, a, a great advantage because they can have the, the same reach and throw uh, yeah. as, as a big Wall Street funded national firm and they're not spending their cash. So they're out there in the marketplace getting their name out, but they're utilizing their trade dollars rather than uh, utilizing cash. So they're, they're, they're able to fight better fight against the, uh, the, the big box stores and the, and the Internet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've come to the end of our time and I've really enjoyed learning more about Trade First and what goes on there. It sounds fascinating. And uh, um, yeah, it, gosh, everybody needs to get in, in on this. It's really an amazing thing that you've created here. Um, my final question to you, Fred, is what is your advice to entrepreneurs? What's one piece of advice? I know what my advice would be, go join Trade First, but what, what's your advice? <laughs> Well, that that business is, is is challenging. There's lots of challenges that go on, and there are lots of 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 unknowns out there and pitfalls out there. When you brought up the, the pandemic, who would have thought? 
Who would have thought that somebody can come up there and say, your business is not essential? Right. Okay. So that suddenly takes everything and, and turns it totally upside down. So you've got to always be defensive. You can't you can't say that, gee, I have a lot of money. I'm really doing well because you never know what's going to happen. So how you get to be growing and make money, sort of like the millionaire next door, is you're not out there trying to hit home runs. You're out there trying to save a little bit of money every single day, increase your uh, your your sales, increase your networking. And you do it steadily all the time. And through trade, what trade can do is increases their network, increasing their sales. And, and they're, they're monetizing that with what would have been em empty capacity. Yeah. So don't leave any money on the table. Go for the uh, get as much money as you can and, and, and save your cash. And that's what trade's all about is that you help the companies grow. You reinvest in the company. You reinvest in your lifestyle. You take some of the trade out. Uh, to you know, fix your home or buy your uh, kids uh, braces. We all know how expensive braces are, um, but it's all mm -hmm. money. So you save $100 here and $500 here and $5,000 here. And, and pretty soon that adds up to real money. And, and you take well, that and you, and you invest it and you make it grow. And then uh, the, if next time some politician decides that you're not essential, you at least are protecting yourself. All right. Well, well said, Fred. Thank you so much, Fred Detweiler, president of Trade First. Thank you so much for being a guest on the program today. I appreciate it. Bye. Absolutely. If you'd like more information about our program, please visit us at michigananentrepreneurtv.com. Please join me again in the future when I interview another enterprising entrepreneur. Until then, wishing you the best of business. Mm -hmm.